today's best of podcast episode is a lot like e-commerce speed dating. We start with our founder speaking of Helium 10's origin story, then a sneak peek at our new Project X case study. And then we finish with a successful Amazon selling family that was just simply tired of trading hours for dollars. In a lot of ways, this best of podcast tells the story of Helium 10. The birth of Helium 10 as a software company can be traced directly to two great guys, Manny Coates and Guillermo Puyol. The path they each took to e-commerce and to their eventual meeting was not nearly as direct. We've all had what we considered at the time to be dead-end jobs. Well, that's not the case if you're constantly working on getting better and stoking your creative fires. While I was working at Pizza, I was delivering pizzas and something that I did as much as I could was rent books on CD. So I would be listening to books because I'm working eight, 10, 12 hours a day delivering pizzas. But I felt like that was a means to an end. So I wanted to educate myself as I'm working. So I would put any, anything about business, marketing, sales, anything I could get my hands on to continue to educate myself and learn while I was doing what at that point in time, I considered dead end, mm -hmm. uh, but you know, this really cool to whoever is doing that right yeah. now. But to me, it was, I knew that I didn't want that to be the rest of my life. I was okay. trying to grow as I was doing it. It's easy sometimes to look at people who've had success and declare them lucky, whether it's on ice rinks, football fields, or in e-commerce, the phrase, the harder you work, the luckier you get is particularly appropriate. So I told told my wife like, Hey, I really enjoy programming. This is really engaging for me, but we couldn't afford that at that point in time to gamble three months away. Right. Yeah. So what I did is I made my myself available on Upwork. I didn't have uh, any, any ratings or any history in Upwork. So I was looking for a way to get that started. So I was looking at the, at the job listings and I noticed that there was this one guy that wanted to do a game. There's a small games, narrow scope, and something in the listing had, uh, he said something in Spanish. So he described the game very, very roughly. Mm -hmm. So what I did is instead of replying right away, I took the afternoon and created a very rough mock-up of the game, recorded a video, and then I replied to him in Spanish saying, hey, is this what you had in mind? So... They're like, oh yeah, this, that's exactly it. And, and we, we got to talking. So he hired me to make the game. The game as any any software development goes is always two or three times longer than what you think it was. So that short scope game ended up taking us a year to, to complete. Wow. And we got to know each other. He was from Spain. And towards the end, he started talking about his crazy cousin in California. He's like, he idolized his cousin Manny, right? So like Manny... Uh, you, you should work with him. He's, he's released hundreds of games and you, you guys got to meet. So I thought it was, uh, it would be great. And he eventually made that introduction. And that's when, that's when we got on the, on the phone and, and he said, well, I'm, I'm starting, I'm thinking of starting a game, the 3d game, uh, which is what I was doing. So if you want to want to tackle that project, we, we can start working together. So we worked on a project for about a year. And that's kind of how we we got to know each other and eventually things took a different direction. So many of the people in e-commerce are over-promising and under-delivering. 
If you spent any time at all watching YouTube videos or checking out Amazon selling courses on the internet, you'd think that after paying for the new $2,000 course, the obvious next step is deciding what color you want your new Lamborghini to be. It's not that easy. That honesty is one of the reasons that Manny's early podcasts rapidly gained followers. You could see through the BS that was out there, right? Like if, if you're talking to any marketer, everything was awesome, right? Oh man, everybody's rich. Everybody's making money and makes it sound so easy. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to document this. And if it's that easy, cool. But it wasn't right. There's problems. There's issues all along the way, even to the point where like when you're sending your first payment for the product, man, I was freaking out, right? You got to send yeah. tens of thousands of dollars to somebody in China that you've only talked to on Skype that you've never seen. You don't know anything about it. You have nobody, no boots on the ground over there. You don't know if that money is just you know, gone, evaporated as soon as you hit that send button on the wire transfer. So it was, uh, it was nerve wracking. Luckily that didn't happen to me, but yeah, the, the, the issue that uh, Guy was talking about, I, I ended up, my very, very first product was a uh, liquid chalk markers. And yeah, I, I didn't know about a bunch of the, you know, the packaging requirements and the thing would explode if you dropped it on the ground. And it, I mean, not the, not the pens themselves, but the box. Oh my goodness. And it was just like, it was, it was a bad scene. So I remember me, my brother, my girlfriend were, you know, putting little stickers on it to hold all the pieces together. And it was, it was a mess at business. Ultimately it didn't do terrible. I didn't make a ton of money on it. I didn't lose a ton of money on it, but it was a very good, it was a data gathering experiment. I guess mm -hmm. we call it right. We learned a lot yeah. from doing that. And from that, I could talk to people on the podcast and we started getting a following because we were kind of telling it how it was. In martial arts and yoga, flexibility and agility count for more than strength. It's apparently the same for e-commerce. Manny and Guy say that their ability to recognize that their budding company was headed in a direction that they hadn't anticipated was a crucial business pivot. Guy used to say it all the time and so did all the, the marketing people back in the day, right? That the money's in the list. So if you can build that up, you know, you've got something. So we thought that was really cool. So that's funny that at, at one point, you know, we decided, yeah, we got to pivot. And I think that's really important in business is there's, you can have a successful business, but it's not always going to be successful. If you go long enough and you don't pivot, things are going to go south. Right. And we, we decided, you know, we pivoted with the software when we we're doing the app business and we, before that went bad. And then we got into this and we're like, all right, we're going to pivot over to creating software. And we created a couple more tools. I think it was Frankenstein. And what was the other one? Frankenstein, Scribbles. 5k checker, 5k yeah. checker. So one, 5k checker was yeah. the, the defining at that point when we did 5k checker, it was so valuable and nobody had anything like this on the market that we're like, you know what? We had people saying, well, I'll pay you for this. I'll yeah. pay you for that tool. If I have access to, you know, cause that was one of the ones we weren't going to put out there, you know, and, and then we're like, all right, let's create a business after this. Our partnerships with some of the most talented people in the e-commerce selling ecosystem, such as Kevin King, Ezra Firestone, and Tim Jordan are a constant source of inspiration and fuels our growth as a company. If you haven't heard about Helium 10's Project X, now's a good time to start. Basically, Project X, we are taking you guys on a journey with us to find private label product opportunities. And we're teaching you guys along the way of this whole project so that you guys can build your own business using the same simple methods that we go over. So what Project X is, is it's a 13, 14 video series. Well, like I said, we're still actually doing it. This is not something that we, we filmed in 2017. I, mean, I don't even yep. know how long it's going to be. We, we haven't yep. even filmed all the, the videos yet, but the very first ones, even if you're listening to this, the, the day that we're launching this, 
there's going to be at least one episode out there. You can go to YouTube and find Helium 10. Just make sure to go to the to uh, Helium 10 on YouTube and you'll see it. Look, do a search for Project X under the Helium 10 account and you'll see video number one. Or if you're watching, if you're listening to this months from now, you might have the, the full thing by then. But basically, it's, we're taking you on a kind of like an A to Z journey on the whole process and and what were our goals? What are our goals now, now that everybody knows what this is, what were some of our goals as we, you know, we talked a little bit about it, but talk to us a little more about those, Tim. Yeah. So one thing that we all agreed on massively was that there are a ton of product opportunities, right? There are, there are tens of thousands, hundred thousand products that are not on Amazon yet, but we can't just look on Amazon to find them. We actually have to, you know, venture out a little bit and look around. Um, we also wanted to show that like there are products that are in so much demand with such little competition that you don't need massive amounts of money to rank and launch these things. Like they can actually be, be done organically. If you've been selling on Amazon, I know you've spent a lot of time thinking about what product you should sell. Here's another way to think of that altogether. So what we wanted to do was start from scratch and say, hey, here's the process that basically I developed over you know, the past few years on identifying these products. Then instead of just jumping in too deep, we wanted to show you how we validate those, right? So we use those, we validate those um, keywords because, and we'll explain this all in Project X, but we sell keywords and we find keyword opportunities, not products and product opportunities. But we find these keywords we validate them using like Helium 10 software to say, Hey, this is a pretty good or, or pretty bad idea. And we do it rapidly. So we can take a million different product ideas off of Amazon, run them basically through our process, which we're literally going to show you step-by-step step, and find these product opportunities. Then we're going to actually dive deeper because I like to measure twice, cut once. And we're going to show you how we test and validate those. I'm not going to give away too many secrets. You get away from those episodes, but basically we can use this method that, that we came up with and perfected, I would say, to figure out, hey, before I buy, you know, $5,000 of this or $10,000 or $3,000 is like, let's figure out if this works. In the meantime, finding other keyword opportunities and then moving on to like how to launch these things and how to sell and how to remain profitable. By now, you're probably wondering, what's this new method that Tim and I are talking about? Here it is. This is a small piece of the big picture, right? And let me say this. When we said we're going to leak out videos, just so you guys know, we haven't mentioned before, starting, you know, about now, whenever this podcast is released, every Monday and Wednesday, we're releasing like an hour long or 50 minute long episode. And then every Friday, we're doing a live AMA, me and Bradley together. So for the next, if you're listening to this, like when it's released for the next couple, three months, like every Friday, we're doing these AMAs. So anything that we talk about, even this podcast, get on those AMAs and ask us questions. But one thing that, um, you know, I, one problem I ran into with this, this method, I'll tell you how this method started is I was spending a lot of time in China and, you know, I was going to this giant market in Iwu, which I love, you know, a million different products. And I was finding this stuff that I thought would work, but I wasn't sure if it would work. And, you know, I would take clients there on trips and they'd be like, Tim, I think there's volume here, like search volume. And I think this will work, but I'm not hundred sure. And I wanted to reassure them that like, Hey, you know, um, it should work, but I'm not sure. And and the only way to reassure them was to is to really develop this test system. So what we do is we actually create uh, PPC campaigns for products with relevant keywords. Okay, so if if it doesn't even have to be an exact final product, so any products related to the keywords, and we can actually run these PPC tests with just kind of a really simple basic listing. And we'll show you that and look at impressions and cost per click. We're not looking at conversion rates because we don't expect it to sell. Like 
you know, we, we set up these listings and I'm not going to go into all details, but we set up these listings intentionally not to sell. Cause if I have, you know, 10 products in there and they all sell out, I stop getting data, but we intentionally, you know, try to get them to not sell, but we get impressions, which confirms, you know, a good idea of search volume and then our cost per click, which tells us competitiveness. It's not exactly a state secret that Amazon sellers are often very tight lipped about the way they are going about finding success. You've probably heard the phrase, a rising tide lifts all boats. Here's a tastier way to rephrase that statement. You know, we're all competing for a larger piece of a small pizza being, you know, all of the, you know, entrepreneurs out there Mm -hmm. where I think that if we all work together and the more we share, we just build a bigger dang pizza. Because if we all as a community work together to build this, this, you know, these strategies and these methods and these opportunities, like there's going to be a bigger piece for more people. So I don't mind sharing this because when I share, like I receive, you know, great rewards from it. Like I'll share an idea with someone. I've in public settings shared like my products and people go, Hey, you know what? Like it would be really cool if you added this variation. I'm like, Holy crap. I didn't even think about that. Or one idea will spawn to another will lead to another. And there's always cutting edge stuff. And you know, if we can start to evolve this industry from people following me to products, which is generally what's happening in mainstream private label and teach these different methods to work, it will advance all of us. And there are literally so many product opportunities out there that there is an unending supply. And I I don't care if we share some of these quote unquote top secret methods because it makes all of us better together and we all grow together and we make a bigger dang pizza. Last up today is a story from an Amazon seller who is living a perfectly good, mostly happy life. She simply didn't have enough time to do the things that she wanted to do. Sound familiar? In a service business, you're just trading hours for dollars. And so mm-hmm. if I wasn't there, we weren't making money. If my husband wasn't there, we weren't making money. And so I, I just got really sick of that. And while yeah. you know, my kids got sick, I could be flexible. I could go home with them, but we'd have to cancel all my patients for the day. And so, ah. yeah, it just, I, or if my husband and I owned it together. So if we took a vacation together, we would still have to pay and for everything in the chiropractic office and all of our other employees, but we weren't making money. And so that was, once I started this, I was like, when I woke up after, when I started my nutritional company and put them on Amazon and woke up one morning and saw that I made money while I was sleeping, I was like, this, I have to do this. I have to try. E-commerce is an ever-changing selling environment that Helium 10's tools and the constant updates we roll out do a very good job of tracking. But successfully selling on Amazon is sometimes also about trusting your instincts. So I I started my second line more out of something that I was looking for on Amazon and couldn't find, which could can be a little risky from what I've heard from other people, you know, on there that like you can't really tell if there's a good market for that if you can't really research it. Right. Um, so yeah, that one, but it was something I was more interested in and something I was really excited to do. So I took a chance. If you're in a relationship, you know that it's all about establishing a partnership. How does Stephanie and her husband make it work? So my husband knows nothing about how to actually run Amazon, but what he has done for me is a lot of my, like I give him a design idea and he knows how to like use like Adobe because we do all of our own designs and like hand draw a lot of stuff. So he does that. 
um, for me. And he set up like, I have a Shopify website now for my second Amazon business. And he did all of that for me. So he knows nothing about Amazon, but he takes care of a lot of my other, like he brought all of my numbers to an accountant and he does all my QuickBooks. So he does a lot of that stuff. The big question we're all asking ourselves when we're first thinking of getting into e-commerce is, how is my life going to change? If I don't have anything that I have to do for the next day, I try to pick them both up and spend time with them, take them to the park. I love living in Florida. We can um, be outside. So I'll take like yesterday, I picked them up um, and we went to a park and just played for a couple hours. Um, and then I came home and made dinner. And then I actually work a lot of times at night by and not I, nothing that like has to be done, but just researching what maybe I want to do next or um things like that. So they went to bed last night at eight and then I stayed up till 10 and just did research and learning and trying to figure out what I wanted to do next with my business. I'm sure that I could be doing things a lot faster and scaling a lot faster, but that just didn't work for me. Like I don't, I am, I'm enjoying the level at where I'm at and how I'm growing all while I can, I still feel like I'm present. There you have it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this latest episode of the best of the serious sellers podcast. As you can see, we always have a wide range of guests that we have on the show, each who can give us great serious strategies for serious sellers of any level, as we say, right? So please make sure to subscribe so you can get notified whenever new episodes come out. And if you have a couple minutes, we'd love to hear your opinion. Please leave us a review on no matter what podcast platform that you're listening to, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to, hit the review button and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. So again, guys, don't forget to like and subscribe and we'll see you on the next episode.